I'm a handshake and tape. I'm a spud with a plane. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up a cough. I'm doing the best I can. The drum tater. Good morning, my fellow Trump taters. This is Jamie Renda, your host of the Trump Tater Podcast. And uh, maybe one day we'll get Dallin Johnson back with us. But right now, you, you've got me. And unfortunately, you know, with the coronavirus and restrictions there, we're not having uh, guests in the studio right now. But uh, we'll start getting some more guests on the phone. Um, this week, we'll be having a couple of guests coming on. Uh, for part of the show, so it won't just be my voice you're having to listen to. But I have some good news. This is my Trump Tater Hot Take of the Day. Actually, it's not necessarily good news. It's hopeful good news. So I got a call back from Standard Examiner today, and they're tweaking my ad a little bit. They're going to review it again to see if they're going to allow me to place my uh, Mitt Romney missing religious values ad. And um Again, this is an ad I put up. It has my little Trump tater character at the top of it saying we support, we love and support our president. He's our top tater. And then below that, it says missing Mitt Romney's deeply religious values. Reward $500 for the first person who can help Mitt find these religious, deeply religious values. And then we have his phone number to his St. George office, his Salt Lake and his D.C. office and a fax line. Um, so again, that challenge can go out to my audience as well. The areas that I felt Ms. Mitt Romney is missing his deeply religious values in, well, almost every area except Donald Trump. Somehow that's the only area Mitt Romney's deeply religious values apply to. So it perplexes me because I am a member of his same faith and I'm going, wow, I didn't know that that was our religion, uh, just to be anti-Donald Trump. And uh, so when Tara Reid accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, Joe Biden responded in an interview that uh, not Joe Biden, Mitt Romney responded in an interview that Joe Biden was an honorable man uh, when Joe Biden's family enriched themselves through his vice president office, both in Russia and in Ukraine and in China and Iraq. Again, not a peep, not a, anything out of Mitt Romney on his deeply religious values. Um, then um, FBI, the the falsifying of FISA documents, not a peep. Comey, not a peep. Hillary Clinton's missing, you know, 30,000 plus emails. Anthony Weiner's uh, laptop and the emails all found on there. Not a peep from Mitt Romney. Now we have this corrupt, fraudulent election with all kinds of corruption that's out there. And, uh, well, first, let's start even prior to the, the uh, election. When Mitt Romney boldly, along with our future governor, Spencer Cox, goes on CNN and other networks claiming that we should all feel comfortable with a massive mail-out ballot because Utah has done it for five years now. Well, there's five states that had had experience in doing mail-out balloting. Uh, one of them is Washington, D.C. I mean, not Washington, D.C., Washington State. So I kind of, you know, yeah, they may have a system down. They have a system that elects the type of leaders that you see destroying that great state of Washington. But uh, anyway, so only five states had tampered in this massive mail-out balloting prior to the year 2020 election. And so that leaves 45 states who had no expertise, no uh, system in place. And yet Mitt Romney says that President Trump was unfounded in his concern uh, of voter fraud. And now that the election is over and that voter fraud we see has been extensive, uh, Mitt Romney's the first to the plate saying, you know, it's time for Trump to move on and accept the results of the election. So again, Mitt Romney's deeply religious values seem to be missing in all these different circumstances. So if anybody can help Mitt find his deeply religious values, you need to contact his office. Um, but uh, hopefully by the this weekend, my ad will be in the Standard Examiner and in the Provo newspaper. And uh, I won't have my freedom of speech squelched by these newspapers. 
so anyway, I'll, I'll keep you updated on what is going on there. But uh, we'll get on with some of the, the news of the day. Uh, just want to start out with, uh, I keep thinking I'm going to have uplifting, inspiring news because I'd really like that. <laughs> and there, there really is some. I mean, there's some and there's not some. For example, yesterday in Arizona, they had an incredible hearing. Um, I mean, it just knocked it out of the park on all the information that they presented, uh, fraudulent voting. Um, and yet we had no media covering it. It was, uh, so I'm going to give a shout out to, these are two networks that I've never really watched, Newsmax and One American News, o, uh, OAN News. They were the only ones there. Not even Fox News did not show up. I mean, at a time in which news is kind of struggling because there's not a whole lot of news out there other than this uh, recount or this election fraud, you would think that they would at least show up to to hear what the other side's saying. But nope, not a one of them. And uh, so there's nothing being reported. And the only thing that did get reported in CNN showed is when the governor, Ducey, I think that's how you say his name, um, I might say it wrong intentionally um, after this because uh, he was certifying Arizona election ballots as this hearing was going on about all the fraud that existed in Arizona. So earlier in the year sometime, he he makes a point to say that he intentionally changed his ringtone uh, to hell to the chief. So when the president called him, he didn't want to miss that call. So what happens when he is certifying these elections yesterday? He gets a call, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it was the president. And what did he do on national TV? He totally snubbed the president. He did not take the call. He he rejected the call, put his phone down, and went on to sign. Uh, not thinking anybody's going to connect the dots there. And I thought, how disrespectful. Uh, one, President Trump was directly involved on getting this man elected to governor of Arizona and really helped him get elected. And uh, and I thought, you know, what? Why did those elections need to be certified uh, yesterday, uh, when they were having this hearing and all this information was coming out on the fraudulent uh, things that took place in Arizona? And there was one uh, county in which every military vote went to Joe Biden. I mean, what are the statistical odds of that? Um, even Biden getting the majority of them is kind of, you know, little to none. But for every military um, mail-in ballot went to Biden. So, I mean, that, that's just one example. But there's so many uh, of corruption uh, that took place in Arizona. Today, we have the incredible hearings going on in Michigan that I watched several hours of. Um, I, again, it, it's the um, – oh, what's the word that they use? Um Oh, being able to track um, the chain of command, the chain, of, the chain of command. It's not the chain of command, but it's the chain of security, um, and uh, that they do not have a a chain that uh, went unbroken. And so, unfortunately, these ballots were mixed in with other good ballots. So it kind of like poisons the whole pot because you can't pull them out. And, uh, so anyway, I would encourage you, if you have not watched the hearings, um, I'm sure you can watch Arizona's today still online somewhere, and then uh, you can watch Michigan's. I think they're still going on as we speak. Not that I want you to necessarily get off this program to go watch them, but after after the Trump-Tater program, go watch the Michigan hearings and, and see how those are progressing. But again, they have definitely laid out some systematic uh, fraudulent practices that took place practices that won't be able to be undone and corrected in a vote count. And so they either need to have the complete election over or they need to allow the state legislators to, to make that call on um, who won the state of Michigan, who won the state of Pennsylvania, the same in Georgia and the same in Arizona. I, I really believe that that that's probably the most equitable thing that can happen right now is to have re-elections in those five states and uh, with a lot more oversight and uh, both on the computer systems being taken place and on the software being used as well as um, making sure every vote is certified by a Republican, a Democrat, 
and that no votes are tallied up once the uh, the count stops for the day. So anyway, we'll be back on the Trump Tater in just a minute. Make sure you 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 tell your friends and family to to join in on fedbyravensmedia.com for the incredible podcasts that are taking place for free speeches allowed and specifically to to listen to the Trump Tater podcast and um don't forget, if you live close by or traveling through Ogden, Utah, to stop in and have the best baked potato you've ever had in your life at Brixton's Baked Potato. And check out TrumpTater.com. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC 83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I had a brain freeze earlier when I was trying to think of the chain of what? The chain of custody on those ballots. The chain of custody was broken. They cannot show a secure chain in almost any of these states. Um, Both the incoming ballots and the input of those ballots, the incoming meaning the way they were separated, the mail-in ballots from the envelopes in which many of these states lowered the expectation of um, signatures on these ballots. So some of them were just complete scribbles. Others were hearts. I mean, it was kind of a joke on what signatures they allowed to take place on that. Um, 
And then so it shows no chain of custody on the verification of these ballots as they were taken out of the envelopes. It shows no chain of custody as they were entered into and they were supposed to be put down on a a secured um, thumb drive and then taken and downloaded directly on um so instead, instead of taking all the ballots, they, they take the secure thumb drives. but uh, And they also proved that uh, these uh, Dominion voting machines were actually connected to the Internet, which is very uh, likely that they were hacked. And, uh, and they had the ability to be manipulated from an outside source. The, the thing that really puzzles me the most is that this is a, a foreign-owned company, and these servers were in foreign countries and you know we just went through four years of total hell saying we had foreign intervention into our elections and yet we had 28 to 30 states who bought voting machines that from a foreign owned uh, entity i mean I, that just really puzzles me as to uh, why you know why they did that and uh, why they was even allowed to do that so we're going to have to you know i, I had a, a kind of a antagon, antagonizer on my social media saying, you know, you don't believe in states' rights. States are the ones that uh, control the elections. And I'm like, I totally believe in states' rights. But, you know, fed, you know, when it's a presidential and federal election, that there should be some federal regulations. And and, and there's already been a, um, a precedent set for that. I mean, like in federal elections, um, you can only donate, you know, X number of dollars where like in, in the state of Utah for state uh, elections, you can donate unlimited. So there's different regulations for a state election versus a federal election. Um, there's also, we've, you know, in the civil rights, but, you know, in the Voting Rights Act, I mean, we definitely intervened and rightly so in the southern states uh, to make sure that uh, there were not populations of people who had their vote disenfranchised because they could not participate in the predominant um, party at that time, which was the Democratic Party. And uh, so, I mean, there's already multiple different precedents being set that uh, the federal government does have a right to to intervene and have some type of system in place. I mean, this idea that votes could can, can continue to come in days after the election in one state and not the other. Um, and so I, I had the same uh, person say, well, what does it matter to you? He won Utah. Well, my vote gets disenfranchised in Utah. If Pennsylvania and Michigan and Arizona and Georgia have fraudulent elections because that that undoes my vote here. So it does matter. And so we we definitely need, you know, if we don't want to have voter ID, then let's do a thumbprint. Uh, let's mandate, uh, uh, you know, somebody's fingerprint, thumbprint, something that goes on there that if we need to go back and verify, was this the person who cast that vote that we're able to do so? So anyway, we definitely need something on a federal level, and it's not because I'm not a states' rights advocate, because I am, but there are some things when it impacts all of us, and my vote is disenfranchised in the state of Utah because the way that they're conducting elections by not requiring voter ID, uh, not being ethical in the way they handle their elections, then it undoes my my vote. Not to mention, uh, it disenfranchises the votes of many people in those states themselves. So, anyway, that's just it was the chain of custody on these uh, both the incoming hard ballots and the tabulation of the ballots that has been broken. Unfortunately, these ballots were commingled with uh, with other ballots, and so the whole pot is poisoned. The only way to satisfy it at this point is for the state legislators to either come in and make the determining factor of where those um, votes should go or to rehold the elections in these five states. So anyway, we'll go on to some even happier news. <laughs> one, one of the things that just amazes me on the on the elites in our country that can make laws thinking that uh, – that they won't get busted uh, for making one law for the rest of us 
peasants out there and another law for them. So it goes with the Los Angeles supervisor that uh, they just voted to to ban all outdoor dining because it was the most dangerous. It's so dangerous to eat outside and it's so dangerous to commingle with other people within a, uh, you know, 10 foot zone of each other, even with plexiglass between each other. Um, but right after she voted on it, what did she go do? She went out and she went out and ate at an outdoor restaurant. And uh, so <laughs> it just continues to amaze me, the thought processes that go on. And um, so another one that kind of story that broke my heart is an Illinois man who refuses to shut down his restaurant. I'm in a second shutdown. So this man will probably end up in prison or jail or something, which is horrible. But uh, Mike is the owner of, for 26 years, of the Village ta- uh, Tavern and the Grill in Carroll Stream, Illinois. He says he's refusing to shut down his doors, despite the Democratic governor uh, Pitzer's order to closing indoor dining amid the COVID pa- pandemic. Why? Because he feels if he does, he won't ever reopen again. Well, unfortunately, his is probably the right assumption. I know in the state of Utah, we were at 20% of all restaurants are permanently closed in the state of Utah. It's one in five for those who can't do math. Uh, and that's big. And it uh, that impacts livelihoods. It impacts hope. It impacts, you know, everything that people put into, you know, their owning a restaurant is far more than just your typical small business. I mean, you're really usually passionate about what you do because the margins are so slim and the work is so hard uh, to keep a restaurant going effectively, even in good times that uh, to do that, you do it because you have a lot of passion. You have a lot of passion for what you're offering. There's something you're connecting with people on providing them the very substance that brings families together, communities together, friends together to eat. And so there's there's definitely something more. I'm not talking about all fast food restaurants, but I'm talking about the mom and pop shops and other people that feel like they have something specific to offer uh, a clientele when it comes to food. And so not only is their source of revenue uh, now gone away, but their source of pride, their source of purpose in their lives uh, have now just disappeared overnight with the closing of these restaurants. And I know Utah is probably, you know, that 20% was several months ago. I, I would guess my last three days at my restaurant have been $300, $400. I mean, that's not even paying my my employees. Uh, so it, it's tough. But, you know, if I, if I close my doors, you know, the, the odds of me getting that enthusiasm of, of trying to jump back in and make it happen is uh, really little to none. So we continue to keep our doors open. And we were doing actually decent uh, up until after the election took place. And I had to take my sign down that said we love and support our president. And uh, so that kind of broke my heart there. But uh but I think the, the the other factor is just the lack of hope and the how scared people are and the fear that has been installed in, pe- in people's hearts and in their minds. And so we've definitely seen a decline in our business the last week. And I definitely believe it's the fear that is uh, being just sold out there. And, and I think people are just tired of it, too. You know, you go outside, you get judged if you're not wearing a mask or it's not over your nose or and so, anyway, I, I, my heart goes out to this gentleman uh, in Illinois, and, I, and I, I wish the best for him. So make sure you're supporting your local restaurants. Even if you're not eating inside, please call and pick it up. If you can pick it up versus going through DoorDash and everything, that sure helps the restaurants because DoorDash and these companies take 30% right off the top. So try to support your local uh, restaurants, your mom-and-pop restaurants like this man in Illinois. So we'll be back on the Trump Hitter in just a minute. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Reports are coming in from the Middle East. An Iranian Revolutionary Guard commander was killed by a drone strike along the Syrian-Iraq border on Tuesday. Iran denies the event took place and will continue to look into this. The Supreme Court heard arguments Monday over President Trump's directive to exclude illegal immigrants in the country from the 2020 census count. The census determines the number of House seats each state gets and the allocation of funding to states. 
Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger said state officials are investigating third-party groups trying to register people in other states to vote in the Georgia Senate runoffs. These third-party groups have a responsibility to not encourage illegal voting. If they do so, they will be held responsible. The investigations are into at least four groups. Efforts come ahead of the January 5th Senate runoffs that will determine control of the U.S. Senate. We are USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Backing President Trump's claim of voter fraud, proof of the voter fraud has been delivered to the FBI. The FBI is using voter fraud information collected by the Amistad Project. The project's director, Philip Klein, said Monday on Newsmax TV. We've come up with hundreds of thousands of Republicans who say they never requested a ballot, but they voted absentee by somebody else. We've identified people outside of the state who voted within the state. And all of this occurred in the key swing states that we're speaking about. And there's also one other important important point to make about all of these areas. Had hundreds of millions of dollars poured into their election offices by Mark Zuckerberg, matching the federal government expenditure. And through his charities, they paid the election judges. They paid the people who boarded up the windows. They bought the machines. And America was kicked out of the counting room and a billionaire invited in in all of these swing state urban core cities. Klein is the former attorney general of the state of Kansas. USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I'm kind of shaking it up back and forth on different topics. So I'm going to go back to the election. One of the things that, uh, again, in Georgia, uh, on these Dominion uh, voting machines, $107 million went out to purchase these. And the reason I'm going to bring this up is because this was done in a no-bid contract. A no-bid contract under the guise of this pandemic. And uh, so I say that because here in the state of Utah, we have the same problem. We have all these no big contracts. Now, a contract with technology, today's technology, uh, can happen fairly quick, you know, five, seven days. You can put a contract out on a short-term notice on a, you know, to get uh, something back. But these, there's no reason after, the, you know, if you have an earthquake, obviously you need somebody to clean up directly after you know, within a 24-hour time period. That's what these no, no big contracts in this emergency clause was set up for, was emergencies that had to be fixed immediately. Uh, water breaks, gas breaks, um, road construction, things that allow people to safely uh, exit their homes or, or re- reside in their homes or continue to or to, to travel on the roads. And uh, but it's been terribly misused. Uh, And obviously in the state of Georgia, it was terribly misused as well in allowing a no big contract to go out to uh, Dominion on these voting machines. But the same thing happens here with Governor uh, soon to be Governor Cox and Governor Herbert. And so for those of you who live in Utah, please be mindful and uh, that there are some really unethical and I believe illegal activities that have taken place. And a lot of uh, these no big contracts went out to supporters and donors to the Cox campaign. Um, And when I was working hard, uh, came really close to getting um, former governor Huntsman to run as a write-in candidate. And one of the main things that he would have ran on is if this, um, 
this report that John Dougal was doing would have came out showing this unethical behavior. Unfortunately, that report did not come out until after the deadline for him to sign up as a write-in candidate. But it did come out. I think it was kind of cleaned up in the sense that we were stuck with Cox, and that's who we were going to have. But it did show that there was some unethical, questionable behavior that took place. I don't think it went deep enough and was... um, written in such a way for the average person to understand that this was truly not the type of behavior we want of our elected officials. So anyway, these no big contracts, there's no reason they're still taking place today, you know, eight months into the pandemic. And I'm going, why, why are we allowing no big contracts to take place eight months into this pandemic? There's no reason that we have to do a no big contract really after the first week of it, there was no reason to, you know, to not do a, um, a full bidded contract out, even if it was a limited time frame. So anyway, that that's how they ended up with these dominion voting machines. I'm not for sure about the other 28 States that had them, but Georgia, it was, it was discovered uh, in some in, this that they that was done on a no big contract. Another one that I want to just mention um, is in. Let me find this. This one. Um, was five hundred thousand. I'm trying to. I'm sorry. I I have got to. <sighs> I apologize. I can't get back to the page that I wanted to be on. Uh, Michigan uh, illegally counted or ignored 500,000 ballots. And so when we talk about what we're off, we're off 80,000, I believe, in Pennsylvania. And again, that's just an incredible miracle. When Trump was ahead, 750,000 votes the night of the election. And that somehow Biden came back in the wee hours of the night and over the next couple of days of trickling ballots and not only overcame that 750,000, but ended up 80,000. So that's a swing of, you know, 1.3 million votes that Biden made up. And, uh, and during this time that Biden made up those votes, Trump was getting like one vote to every 2,000 votes that Biden got, which is just, you know, again, not uh, not very likely that that happened, but uh, anyway, they know specifically five hundred thousand votes that were not that were either counted that shouldn't have been or that were thrown out that shouldn't have been that they have pinpointed. And when the total votes between Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania is under two hundred thousand votes, five hundred thousand votes is a whole lot. And so, two hundred thousand votes between these four states is what we are. Um, debating on. And um, so I I just, again, I I just get mind boggled every day thinking, where's Bill Barr? Where's FBI Director Ray? Well, we know where FBI Director Ray was because he's never been there. Uh, He was put in directly after Comey was uh, kicked out as FBI Director. And unfortunately, Trump not being a politician was too willing to take the advice of um, others around him, and he put FBI Director Rayan, who I believe has been corrupt and compromised from the very beginning. But Bill Barr gave me hope for a short time, and uh, so I'm I'm sitting here. I'm still hoping, Bill. Where are you, Bill? I'm hoping Bill's doing something behind doors that maybe we're just not seeing. Uh, so please keep Bill in your prayers. Another thing that came out on the election is one of the witnesses has been hospitalized. They were beaten severely and hospitalized. Sidney Powell mentioned that last night, that um, these brave individuals that are coming out against all odds, especially when you have no press reporting on this, um, you have Republicans who are cowering so quickly. And so basically you have Sidney Powell, you have Lynn Wood, and you have um, Rudy Giuliani and the, the team that are working with them and the president against the rest of the world. And so it's absolutely insane of where we're at. And it makes you wonder, um, you know, are we really on the right side? Well, I truly believe we are. It's just it's that uh, David and Goliath scenario. And uh, so just keep praying for the David in this that. The people will be the winners in the long run. But uh, anyway, keep people in your prayers that are being so brave and are going out there, both these attorneys 
that are representing us, the people, and the witnesses who are coming forward and signing affidavits uh, to the things that they witnessed and uh, to these engineers and computer programmers that are going in there and looking at the data and seeing what, how plausible this data it truly could be. And uh, so, again, I'm, I'm going to throw Twitter under the bus here because Twitter um, in Pennsylvania, when they had their hearing last Friday, uh, the, the head of the Senate, and I can't think of his name right now, they immediately uh, took his Twitter account down. So yesterday in Arizona, the same thing happened. The main witness that was testifying, who is uh, actually is an independent company that was hired to go in and look at the statistical data on these elections and, and do research as he was uh, given his testimony, his Twitter account was shut down. So why, you know, why is Twitter doing this yet? Uh, China makes this horrible, horrible, uh, was it a tweet or a Facebook post? I believe it was a tweet. It's with Twitter again, in which they saw uh, show someone from Australia beheading a, uh, a Muslim. And uh, one, it was a fake picture. It did not happen. And it could in, cause a real outrage and racial tensions. And yet two days after, it's still up there. Yet these witnesses in these hearings are having their accounts shut down as they speak in these hearings. Their accounts are being shut down um, if we don't end up winning this election. Just know, I mean, you just see after Biden won how emboldened Facebook and Twitter are and what they're doing. Uh, this morning, President Trump put out a, a Facebook tweet just excited about Madeira. Did I say that right? the vaccination company um, where it was trying to get a, a fast track on FDA approval on this vaccination for um, the coronavirus. And he didn't say anything about politics yet. Facebook immediately put their little info commercial attached to that about who won that Biden won the presidency. What did that have to do with politics? He was strictly talking about uh, this fast tracking of um of this vaccination with the FDA approving it. And uh, again, nothing about the election yet. Facebook interjected in with their mind control uh, ads that they have. Don't fall prey to it. Talk to your neighbors, your friends, your family and tell them, Hey, don't you find that a little suspicious that Facebook feels like they need to educate us on every post that we read. And um, so anyway, um, it's going to be tough, people, <laughs> but uh, but we're strong and we, you know, uh, the human mind and the human spirit is, is up for tough situations. So regardless of how this turns out, we're going to be able to find a way to maneuver through it and find solutions. Uh, again, remember that you are Trump-taters. We'll be back in just a minute. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. Just a reminder of our audience what a Trump Tater is. So please spread this word and get this vernacular out there. Uh, a Trump Tater is someone who outclasses, outshines, outperforms, defeats someone or something, a dependable and exemplary person. And those are the characteristics of our president. And um, as I mentioned a while back, you know, sometimes, I mean, I believe wholeheartedly that Trump won this election. Um, there's no doubt in my mind about it at all. I mean, just common sense alone tells us that when we, the whole down ballot, very ungrateful down ballot, by the way, with our Republican uh, counterparts out there um, who are too cowardice to stand up. But, you know, I can understand, you know, some of the cowardness in there because it impacts your family, impacts your friends, impacts your employment. But um, but if we're not brave and we don't stand up for the things that we believe in, and I don't mean so ignorantly. I mean, I have a lot of friends. I shouldn't say friends, but a lot of associates out there that I work with that, um, that I feel like, you know, I hope, you know, we can contain because there's a lot of ignorance on our side. I shouldn't say ignorance on our side. There is some ignorance on our side, but people who are already seeing this going to a military conflict or a direct physical conflict. But uh, I, I believe we have a lot of areas to exhaust before that happens. And we may have to endure four hard years before that, you know, before we can make some regain, you know, regain and maybe even eight, 12, 15 or 20 years. I don't know. But uh, just know that whatever misery Joe Biden's campaign brings on us it will also bring on everybody who voted for Joe Biden. And uh, and eventually people are going to get fed up with it. Uh, uh, it it's not going to, um, people who want freedom of speech, it's not just limiting conservative freedom of speech, but it's going to limit liberal freedom of speech eventually as well. And they're going to feel the same pains that we've been feeling. Uh, they're going to they have they're going to have the same animosity of people like Zuckerberg uh, becoming so wealthy and limiting our ability to get free flow of information and expression of information. Same with Twitter. And uh, there's going to be outcries for on all sides for these companies to be monitored and controlled. So anyway, it just may take a, t- a little time to get there. Um, and it's probably going to do a lot of damage in the process. But just know that uh, people who voted for Biden are going to feel the same pains as we are feeling. And eventually that uh, we'll probably be able to join, join the effort on, on regaining our freedoms. If the freedoms that uh, will be seen greatly diminished uh, under the Biden administration, if he is um, going to be installed. And I found that language interesting too. Um, Oh, what is her name from California? 
I just lost her name. Um, it's an African-American uh, woman that's been, that was challenged by a, a young, uh, sharp black guy, Joe Collins, uh, Maxine Waters, Maxine Waters. So uh, Maxine Waters said, this was months ago, is she was telling uh, people not to, not uh, Joe Biden, not to concede and wait until he is installed. And I thought that word, that wording was quite interesting, installed. And so if Joe Biden is our president, it's not because he won, it's because he was installed uh, into that office and not because he won the hearts and minds of the American people, because we definitely know that Donald Trump won the hearts and minds of the American people. He went out there and fought for it. He went out there and shared the message of hope, the message of freedom. And uh, and that's what Americans voted for. And uh, so if if by some chance Joe Biden is our president, it's not because he won. It's because he was installed into that office. So just talking about some of the things that uh, people are going to be feeling, unfortunately, in the state of Utah, uh, demand for food assistance is up 300 percent. I mean, that's big. I saw this line uh, in Dallas, I think it was last week in the article, and it's just stretched for miles and miles of people waiting to get food from the food bank, and it just breaks your heart. So my advice to all you Trump taters out there is to remain hopeful, but be prepared. Uh, and, you know, we just, you know, we just got out of this mindset because my mother and father-in-law had the mindset of, of this hunkering down mentality and, you know, their, their two-year supply of food turned into four. And we're still trying to figure out what to do with it all. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, anyway, so we, we kind of were shedding ourselves of that mindset just before the coronavirus. But, you know, I guess we're going to have to, you know, re rethink that and, and again, prepare ourselves, you know, for some possibly tough times out there. But I think more than anything is prepare yourself mentally and emotionally. Don't let, uh, don't let this get to you where you, you lose hope because even though I love president Trump more than anyone else out there, always keep in your mind that president Trump was our president but our real hope comes from Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. That's where our hope comes from. And so even if things don't work out the way we would like them to or are looking like they might not, uh, our hope does not come for President Trump. Though he who has an abundance of hope, the guy was optimistic and he had such a belief and love in our country that he does give a lot of hope out there. So anyway, I still have hope that President Trump is going to win this, um, but it's going to be hard. No matter how this turns out, it's going to be tough. So we've got to remain hopeful and uh, remain optimistic, put our priorities in order, uh, spend the time we need with our family and direct friends, nurture those relationships, Uh I'm overweight right now. I know I don't have a video podcast, so you can't tell that, but <laughs> I, I, I've made a determination and I think I'm thinking more convinced now than ever that uh, I need to lose weight and I've got to get physically strong and uh, we need to be physically strong. We need to be mentally strong. We need to be emotionally strong and uh, we need to be as prepared as we can financially for the times that are ahead of us. So don't let anger fester in your hearts. Remember your Trump taters that we're going to find a way to outclass and outshine, outperform. We're going to defeat this. And uh, we're going to be dependable and exemplary persons in our family, in our communities, in our school systems. And uh, and we're just going to be that positive light. And in so there's a there's a lot of things to to have hope on. Uh, right now we're in the middle of this battle. Uh, please make sure you're donating if you haven't already. Donate to Sydney Powell's found uh, uh, foundation or to Lynn Wood or to the president's um, effort to challenge these elections. Uh, help with GoFundMe accounts to these small business owners that are losing everything. If you're capable of doing that, if you're not capable financially of doing it. Uh, find other ways to serve. If you can, you know, kind of get out of your own circumstance and find ways to uplift and bless the lives of other people around you, you're going to find a lot of gratitude for the things that you're so blessed with in your life. Um, again, just uh, 
kind of, I'm still going through the loss of my mother and, and, uh, she was such an inspiration to me on pushing me forward with my Trump tater character. Uh, for those of you who have not actually seen the character, please follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I'm not really good on social media. I'm not really good on some of these things that require tech, technology and expertise, but I'm going to learn that so I can get this Trump tater character out there to be this symbol of hope, to be a symbol of um of who we need to be um, in this in kind of embodies again, not, not comparing that hope to, to that of our, our savior, Jesus Christ, but just kind of a fun little symbol of, of hope for what president Trump um, was able to accomplish and, uh, and hopefully will continue to be able to accomplish, but just in a fun character, having a little fun with politics. But anyway, she was my inspiration. She's the one that kept pushing me on this and, uh, and help support me financially on it as well as I try to have these big um, characters uh, created uh, mascots. And we're going to continue using our mascots, our, our Trump Tater mascot, whether Trump uh, is in office or not. We're going to continue with our Trump Tater mascot in parades at in halftime, halftime games at Weber State University and other places. Um, and just try to keep marching forward and uh, remember that we can rise above um, the political climate that is out there and and be people who are going to be able to outclass, outshine, and outperform in the long term. So anyway, encourage your family and friends to join us on fedbyravensmedia.com and to listen to the Trump Tater podcast. Get on and our website at trumptater.com, and that's Trump, T-A-T-E-R.com. And again, if you're in the area, stop by Brixton's Baked Potato for one of the best potatoes you've ever had. Also have fantastic salad, soups, and sandwiches. So we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Trump Tater. <music>